eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Bulls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. This is episode 43 of the Organizations Win Championships podcast, an Odyssey podcast. I'm Dan Bernstein, along with Jason Bernstein and our producer, James Jackson. Well, that escalated quickly, did it not? The Bulls start the season. There's all the pageantry and pomp and circumstance, and they get out there and they play the way they kind of said they were going to play, and they fall on their face, losing at home to the Thunder, 124 to 104. Wow, there's a lot to chew on. That was quite a, I just want to say that was quite a pregame show for the, uh, for that kind of a loss in game one with the with the band and the these are your 2023 24 chicago bulls reserves Uh, uh, all the two-way players are coming out wearing sweatshirts and sweatpants and then zach levine doesn't hit a field goal in the first half he looked first of all he looked terrible terrible. he was awful and that was that Oy. Okay, Wh- which no. which which, <laughs> which pregame show ended up being more discordant? That one or James Brown's Living in America before Apollo <laughs> Creed fights Drago? <laughs> I f- I feel like that's a little bit more. Uh, I think that loss is is a bit is a bit is it, it, it's a bit more harsh and if he dies uh, he dies he dies <laughs> oh yeah i get you though cuz they i mean they were feeling themselves a little bit i mean that's what you do but they did I, shoot I, I a lot of threes which i'm okay with i'm okay you're going to sh- you're going to shoot yourselves in and you're going to shoot yourselves out of some games that's what's going to happen they shot themselves out of this one and oklahoma city shot themselves in and uh, they could make some noise. I, I don't. They're not going. They're not a championship contender. No, nah. no, they're not. Not yet. But they are on with how much capital they have. They are on track to do something special there. And I love Shea Gilgis Alexander. My God. And um, Jalen Williams is tough. They got some dudes. But I also think we have to mention the Andre Drummond crossing out Chet Holmgren in his welcome to the NBA. That. 
that I don't I don't think anybody could have seen that coming for Andre Drummond to put Chet Holmgren on skates and then hit a left-handed finger roll. I thought he was for sure going to miss it. I did too. I did too. At first he put him in the rim because what the sequence a couple moments before he sealed him with a drop step. I think it was Patrick Williams that that found him on the bounce and Holmgren has given up 150 pounds in there, maybe more. Mm -hmm. And he dunks on him with two hands. He takes the tech for, for chinning up. Then he comes back and crosses him over and breaks his ankle. So that was a, a, a nice moment on an ugly night for the bulls, but I'm with you where to me, and we're going to get into the, the aftermath as a second section. We're going to, we, we know, I, like everybody knows what happened after and everything that got said and, and, and already the players only meeting and they're getting clowned sort of nationally for that. But I guess I'm a little different. I think they have to learn the psychology of playing this kind of basketball. Mm-hmm. I thought most of the threes were good threes. A lot of them didn't seem forced to me. There, there, was, there wasn't any time where I'm like, oh, God. Even the long one that Kobe White took. Kobe, yeah. I, I, when he took that, I said good shot. Although yes. it was kind of end of the shot clock after Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams' three ball looked terrible. He looked okay, but his three-point shot looked weird. But if you're going to shoot 42... You just have to understand the problem was when they allowed that 15-0 run in between the third and the fourth and ultimately doomed them, they were sulking and yeah. they were taking and, and, and Vooch was pouting and they were taking their bad offense into their defense. But if you're going to play like this, don't worry about it. Just yep. shoot. Go, go back. Get a stop. Shoot another three. Yeah, the, the... I think it was, what, who was it that said, I, I started the book, by the way. The, oh, the Rich uh, Cohen book? Yeah, it's it's great. I read seventy some pages of it yesterday before bed, and I think it was Red Auerbach. He well, he was the guy that had the philosophy of get get a ton of rebounds, get a bunch of big guys. He did say if you if you get twice as many rebounds as the other team, you have to you only have to hit half the shots that they do, or the, the you you. Some, something like that. As far as know. possessions. Well, that's possessions that, wise. That's yeah. basically an, an old fashioned idea of talking about pace and possession. That's what I'm saying. If the Bulls, if you give up a bucket, just keep shooting, keep racking up possessions, keep keep throwing the ball at the rim. What's there to lose? You're not going to win. If DeMar plays hero ball, it might be a little bit more interesting to the viewer being like, oh, and one, DeMar. Uh, they'll still end up losing by four to that team, especially when they're shooting like that. And I will say DeMar took a, a few threes and he took two in the first half or two in the first quarter, I think. Two in the first quarter. Well, and he I made one of them. The point that you make regarding the way that Oklahoma City shot too. Oh, they they just Isaiah Joe is good. This Where was the, I I knew he I knew he was you know a Philly end of bench shooter guy, but I didn't I didn't know he could he could really shoot it like that. Our unofficial statistician for the show, Jeff Fairer, who also helps out with some stuff on the on the score as well, he sent us this. And it says the teams that take as many threes as the Thunder did, 39, and make as many as they did, 48%, since the start of last year are 50 and 4. He said it's pretty simple. The other team shot almost 50% from three. He said every other stat category that's valuable was even. And the highest paid player went four from 16 from the field. It's one game. It's nothing more, nothing less, unless it becomes a trend. And I just, I wasn't bothered. I know Vooch was bothered, and I know it's sort of fashionable to talk about playing through Vooch. But if you tell me, 
every game, those players will shoot those 42 threes. Oh, I'm I am cool. on board. I'm on board. I'm cool. And I think they'll win more than they did last year by doing that. Maybe. Uh, I just know they're, they're, they, if you're going to really commit to playing this kind of basketball, you got to commit to everything that involves. And that involves some bad, ugly nights. And you can't, this is you, you can't start pointing fingers at each other and blaming everybody. Just, all right, we didn't shoot it. And, the, and, and it's not like the defense was horrendous. It wasn't great. It was not great. No, it, 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 during that stretch was bad. Well, during that stretch, obviously, because they got down and they started crying and whining about it. But I'm, I'm in for the most part, it didn't look horrible. It, Caruso had a steal and Drummond was active defensively. And God, that was so funny. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my I, Lord. I think he's in a little better shape. Yeah, he does. And I I think he's rocking a goatee right now. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I, I like them with the full beard. But. Goatee Drummond might might have some uh, ha- might have a few tricks up his sleeve. We'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm okay with him shooting a couple. He remember that Raptors game in the preseason last year where he went three for three. Yeah, the I don't care. Preseason. I I mean, if his guy falls down, don't or care. He's don't care. All alone. Shoot, just shoot the ball. I I'm a little concerned about how Patrick shot the three. It just didn't look fluid. His mid range game looked good, but that's the last thing I want Patrick Williams to have. I mean, I want him to improve in every way, obviously, like you wish with every player. But I feel like there are more important things to improve on than fall away mid-range jump shots. They look good, but they weren't. I'd rather him take. I'd rather make more corner threes than those kinds of shots. So, so let's discuss the aftermath then. Let's discuss. The oh, fact- what about Tory Craig though? We might have to talk about mention him for a second. Pro. Yeah. Pro. Look at his per minute stats. Twenty-one minutes. He made three of his four threes. The other one he put off the side of the backboard. Yeah, that was funny. But seven he had, boards. He had 11 and seven. In 21 minutes. Yeah. So I'm, That's... Told, I'm telling you that he could end up starting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He could end up starting, and you call me stupid. In a minus 12, though, and Patrick Williams had a minus three. You still call me stupid, though? Yeah, you're still stupid. But not for that. Maybe not for that. Ah, You're, You're pretty dumb. Okay. Well, I'll, then I'll, I'll take that then. So Vooch punches the. Oh, stand-in. I'll take that. You have to. Mm-hmm. And because that's, that's yeah. Vooch yells at Billy. Billy goes in the locker room, sees they're all talking to each other, and uh, they spent all this you guys time. Want time. 
confrontation and good confrontation and having those conversations and Belmont University in Nashville. And so here we are. It took one game, one game for these confrontations with Billy likes. And he walks in the locker room. They're having at it. And he said they weren't screaming at each other. And they said, coach, can we talk? And he said, okay. Yeah. And they did. And if, if Vooch wants post-up opportunities with his back to the basket in the low post, you, you feed him a couple early and make him happy because I don't want them running it through the low post. If they want to run through him, run through him at the elbows, run through him at the nail. I'm okay with them running through him at the top of the key. Yes. I think that's like what they wanted. I mean, he's not Jokic who had a triple double in his first game without even trying running down the court with his shoulders all slumped. But if he's going to do the thing where he holds the ball over his head, looks, 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 bang. He, I trust him to do that. He's a, he's a pretty good playmaker, especially for someone that size. I'm fully okay with him running the offense because I still don't fully trust Kobe white as a point guard. Right. I don't trust uh, DeMar makes me angry enough as it is. So I don't need him being ball dominant. Zach Levine is going to take bad shots and he's going to make a lot of bad shots. Williams has to move more. Yes. Yes, he does. That's what Stacy was saying because Torrey Craig was so active with his feet and he was just creating opportunities, not only for himself, but for other people. But if Vooch is going to stand at the top of the key, bing and make those passes or even, if, if he makes enough of those passes early in the game, people are going to back off a little bit, try to try to get – they're going to try to cut down the angle to other other areas, and they're going to try to cover more – they're going to try to cover more spaces, and maybe he'll be able to shoot that. You know, just, just – I'm, I'm, I'd rather be more active on the perimeter offensively than in the low post, personally. I thought Billy made a good point when asked directly – by Matt Spiegel on the score about running it through Vooch in the post. He said, and he used Jokic. He brought up Jokic. He said, if you really watch Jokic play, even when he ends up in the post, he almost never starts there. Yeah. He starts on the perimeter and he leads the fast break. You know, he's the guy making the first pass on the break and even putting it on the floor for several dribbles sometimes. But But when he's posting up, it's not because they ran a back screen to rip him down to the post. It's not because they ran a old-fashioned cross screen to reverse the ball and enter it in. It's because he started on the perimeter, maybe made a pass, and cut there. And Vooch can do that, too. Now, Vooch is the quickest me. guy in the world. But he, but it, given a matchup, you don't have to start him down there. He can, he can go bully a guy down there. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of... A bigger version of what Kevin Love was asked to do on the Cavs when they were good, when he was the third option with two really good, you know, t- with the top two op- with a duo that is was arguably uh, it's a top two in the league because there's still Curry and whoever Curry and Thompson, Curry and Durant. But if Kevin Love was able to make threes, he would get rebounds and he would lead the break. I'm okay with Vooch getting the ball off of a rebound everybody else sprints up the floor get it going don't give the defense time and it's i feel like that could work i i I feel like that could work if he were to play that kind of role why did he re-sign with this team knowing they were keeping the core together 
and then have this reaction after one game. Like what, what was, what I'm trying to figure out is what didn't happen that he reasonably expected would happen is, and I don't know if he's mad at Billy or if he's That's venting, is he venting frustration at Billy during the game that then overflowed to the proper targets after the game? I don't know. I feel like we never heard anything like this. Granted, he was in Orlando, which is not the biggest market, but we never heard anything like this from coming out about Vooch when he was in Orlando ever. I don't There was nothing. There was no narrative about him being a bit of a drama queen until he got here. Um, maybe, maybe it's about teammates. I was thinking specifically if we're talking about Jokic in the low post, I feel like there's so much success when a guy like Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon just goes from the corner straight to the basket. He can do one of those little dump dump passes and all of a sudden somebody's flying above your head. I, if Vooch is going to be in the low post, that's when I want – and Torrey Craig did a great job of this. But that's when I want Patrick Williams just go right behind him, backdoor him, and go run straight down the baseline. Vooch, little dump pass, Patrick Williams, duck. Maybe he's frustrated at that. Maybe he's frustrated – that he can't, quote-unquote, play his game. But what is his game on this team? That's the question. He's had to change and it. Why would he, that's a good point. Why would he re-sign here if he doesn't know what his role is? Or if he was promised a role that didn't manifest in the first game. The, the biggest fear, mm. though, as this is happening, and, and again, it's one, it's one game. It's yeah. one game. It already but feels bearsy, dare I say it. Stop it. The, the worry that I have is that they'll give up and they'll say, you know what? Okay, we tried the whole shooting threes thing. We're going to go back and we'll be we'll be a play-in team doing it the way we do it. That's the Ugh. that's the concern. So Billy's got to be forceful here. And it sucks that it was the first game. It just happened to be the first game. This could have happened in the fourth game. It could have happened in the third game. It could have happened in the tenth game. But I don't want them to give up on, well, we're done with this whole mainstream basketball three-point shooting thing you're trying to get us to do. I, I, I don't want them to throw out the baby with the bathwater because they had a bad result and they had negative reinforcement after the first game, which carries a little extra weight just because of the, the primacy effect of it. I, I yeah. want them to – the coaching point here is you took a lot of good threes. You didn't hit him. It's basketball. It happens. You look at the back of your basketball card and you see what your percentage is. And as I said before, those same guys take those same 42. You're, you shouldn't have this result again. You shouldn't have this result again consistently. It'll happen again. You know, yes, it's, it's, they'll, they'll, yeah. if they, I'd rather them lose in this fashion. I'd, I'd take a 20 point blowout loss. And for them to lose by, as I said earlier, lose by five while playing Bulls brand basketball, screw the three-point shot, take a bunch of contested mid-range shots, get to the foul line, stop the cock. Because I remember in pregame, Kendall Gill said something about Bulls had, I think it was 17 losses last year of five points or less. Mm -hmm. And that's because they didn't shoot enough threes. And they shot too many twos. Remember what Arturis told me. Maybe, maybe you win six more of those. If you if you take if, if you shoot more threes, how about that? Right? We played it on this podcast. We played Arturis Karnashova saying they essentially were starting every game down eight points. Yep. Simply based on the number of threes shot. That's that is just bad math. And if you can start by at least correcting the math, 
then you get your stops and then you get to the foul line and then you figure everything else out. But they've got to make up the math problem of mm-hmm. essentially being down eight to start a game and having to come back with all of the, the Bulls things that they do. Now, also, we, we have to d- mention specifically what you said at the outset of the show about Zach. His Ugh. handle was way too loose. He was way too reckless. And his awareness of space looked like old, young, like Timberwolf Zach. And he was, he was getting the ball stripped from him like nothing. And, and, and running going, right yeah, yeah, yeah. screaming every time. and Putting his head down and just going headlong into people. I, I don't I don't know. He he looked lost. It, it, it wasn't pretty. It really wasn't. DeMar quietly had 20, and he made a couple. Uh, did he make more than one three? I don't know. I need to check the box score. DeMar DeRozan, he took three threes one. and made one. I am fine with that. And he, he took 20 shots. He shot 9 of 20. Oh, wait, 1 of 3 from, from the free throw line. Not good. However, other than that, I'm that I'm okay with DeMar doing that. If he average, if assume he shoots a little bit better from the line and, and more free, although he might shoot fewer free throws because he's not doing his mm-hmm. ISO DeMar stuff. But let's say he That's shoots okay. three to five free throws a game and he should should make most of them, if not all of them. I, I he should shoot 90% from the line. And he say he averages 25 points a game, five rebounds, hopefully more than two assists, and he shoots 33% from the three. For him, I, I am I am on board with that. It's just when your max player takes 16 shots, makes four of them, and shoots two of nine from the three. And only plays 24 minutes. That's you not could, good. You couldn't have him out there. No. And he He's has three fouls everybody? in the first yeah. half. I mean, he was he was just all around bad. So let's look. Because <laughs> he's bad. Let's look at the next game coming up for the Bulls. Right. And it's going to be against the Toronto Raptors on Friday. And the Raptors look pretty good against Minnesota. And they were hoisting threes as well. And they had they were they were 14 of 35. That's going to be a low number for them, I think. The other thing they do, from what I saw, their hands are really active. oh, they always happen because they're all six eight and rangy. And now now they add Grady Dick, who is another one of those guys who can defend a bunch of positions. And is, he, I think he's I. Good player. This is my take. I think he's this class's Franz Franz Wagner. That's my take. Hmm. I would say I, I think next year or his third year in the league, I think he's an all-star. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm really he's, high he's on him. Physically stronger because Franz Wagner is pretty tough. Yeah, but when you look at play style and what he brings to a team, I think I think he's an all-star. I, I really, I'm really high on him. And, Not uh, a bad scouting report. I, uh, I, I, I remember really that. Like Grady Dick. We'll, we'll mark that down. So they, they're starting. Their their front line is Pirtle, or as Stacy calls him Portal. Portal, because he <laughs> Siakam and Anobi, Scotty Barnes and Schroeder in the backcourt, and then the rotation. Schroeder forgot about Schroeder. Yeah, he was he's the guy long, causing he's havoc. long too. Yes, he was the guy causing havoc at the top of the key. Yeah, because he, he, he's six three, but he's long. Yeah, yeah oh, uh, Precious and Shua. Good. 
and then it's McDaniels, Flynn, and, and Greedy Ooh, Dick. McDaniels, oy. But, but like Problem. you say, this is a switch everything on ball screens roster. And the way they've beaten the Bulls in the past and why they're such a pain in the ass is, like you say, they throw it up at the rim and they go get it. And they're, oh, they're going to Did, you, did you say Boucher as well? He's still there. He didn't he play not? in the first game. I, I I just remember him terrorizing the Bulls for He's the last there. two years. Otto Porter Jr.'s there. He didn't play in the first game. And you know who else? What other former Bull is at the end of their bench? Thaddeus Young. Oh, I, Thaddeus. And? Is he? And he is. Oh, and? Oh, hold on. Don't tell me. I Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, JFL. Nope. Right? Old an, man a, Buckets, a Garrett Temple. Oh, my God. He's got to be 40. No, no, LeBron's the oldest guy in the league. He, I think he's younger than you think. I don't even think he's 35. No, Garrett, Garrett? Temple? Temple. He's like Let's my age. Oh, he's 37. I'm okay. wrong. Never okay. Mind. All right. That's what I thought. Yeah, he, he old. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How old Danny Green? He's got to be getting up there too. He's, he's old. old. He looks old too. <laughs> what, is that, is that no offense. Mean? Sorry, Danny. Thirty-six. No would, offense, Danny. I'm Doc sorry. That's Rivers, not nice. Would, would That's not would, very nice. What Doc Rivers said. Someone asked him like last year. So oh, how does, yeah. How, how does, how does he look? Green look? And he said something like, "He looks old, old as shit." <laughs> You can't say that. Wait, can't? Yeah, you can. You can say that. I think I can. He was. It was, was how you think he looks. Old as shit. I also, I also want to say I like Chet Holmgren, but he is nowhere near Wembenyama. No, I don't. I, they're in. No, Wembenyama's good. Did you see him last night? He wasn't even that good. He only took nine shots. He had fifteen points. He was good late. God, it's, nobody that size should move like that. And some of those pictures of him blocking Andrew Wiggins. He he might change the rules of basketball. He's so the I I did not expect this coming in. I, I knew he was a freak, but not not quite not quite this. I I'm terrified of him. I think he could really be good. He, ugh, and you give him the pop. Ugh. Yep. Oh boy. That, that's I mean that's kind of why teams oh were trying boy. to lose games on purpose. So oh, we're we're going to do the OWC College Showdown, but I want to mention, we're, we'll kind of soft launch something else we want to do. that we're we, Now that we're we're kind of running out of guys, at least active guys, Jason's got any number of guys, but we're, we're going to expand the showdown, and it isn't just going to be the college showdown, that we're going to make it a bigger basketball knowledge contest, maybe some trivia, some knowledge, some trivia. Yeah. So we're, if you have some thoughts on it, 
and you are you a fan of the podcast, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Dan underscore Bernstein. You could reach out to Jason on Instagram. What's your handle? At Jason underscore Bernstein. No, wait. J- there- no, 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 no. Let me let me check. I don't it's even at underscore. Know. Hold on. Okay. It's, Make sure you get that something. I hold on. Just just give me a minute. Just give me. A- I will. Uh, I- it is jason dot bernstein underscore so pretty similar you will you'll know it it is the profile picture is me as a four-year-old with a piece of paper on my head and it in my bio it says five javante greens so i think that will be all the confirmation you need to know that that is me Mm -hmm. and it has the link to the podcast yeah dm either of us he doesn't really look at his instagram you can try it i have to tell him how to look at his dms so just, Twitter's better yeah, for me. I mean, Twitter's, Twitter's better, better for me. Him. If you got or thoughts X, on how we want to do they it. call it. Yes. Uh, X, blah, blah. Wait, so you X, were four in that picture? Something. I, how the hell am I supposed to know? I don't I, know. I know where you are. Do you know where you are in that picture? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Do you know what that know. piece of paper is? A word search. It's the original Magna Carta. No, it's a... <laughs> 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 we don't know how... <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how you got it and why you were drawing on it in crayon. No, it's that is, that is <laughs> it's the Federalist Papers. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> There's ketchup on it. No, we were we were at a, a bar in New Buffalo, Michigan, called the Salty Dog, and that was the kids' menu. And you had decided oh. that it was going to be your hat for some reason. And Oh, I tried to balance a box on my head today while walking back from the mail room. So I guess nothing's changed. What was in the box? I actually did. Oh, it was um, part of my costume for Halloween. And, and also mom sent me a bucket of candy. Oh, you got it? Yeah. I saw she her putting it together. Sonder. Yeah. She, what she, kind of candy? I've already... So Somebody saw me bring it in and just somebody in my hall just can i have a, can i have a couple grabs two reese's which are my favorite oh. and I, I was like oh i didn't want to say anything because i said she could have a couple but it's oh it's she right. she's nice so no she has a boyfriend who i've played golf with multiple times oh he's you very guys nice. are like you guys are like like middle-aged country club people already uh, we have it we have it in our backyard so we might as well use it I know it's just funny to me. Okay, so here we go. I've got three active right. players. You're going to tell right. me where they went That's to college. Fine. Okay. Well, no, you got to wait for the music. Got to wait for the hits. There we go. All right. Detroit wait. guard Jared Roden. Who are these people? They're active NBA players on active <laughs> rosters during the season. This is the point of the exercise. Jared Roden. Vanderbilt. I don't Seton know. Hall. Oh, I think I knew that. Damn it. New York Knicks guard Charlie Brown Jr. Oh, 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 oh. He was on the Sixers. Oh, this is bad. I don't he Nebraska? College, St. Joseph's. Okay. And Lakers frosted tips. He's frosted. Oh, tips. Oh, yeah. Oh, you thought I said frosted tits. Oh, oh, tips. Okay. (laughs) Lakers forward. 
Wow. Um, Alex Fudge. Fudge? Alex Fudge. That's not a real person. Yes, it is. It totally is. That's another over. Hi. Not yet. Oy. No, that's a goose egg. Um, Alex Fudge. He just six sounds eight. like 20 years old. He's 6'8. Oh, he's ultra dead. athletic player, seven foot wingspan. Is he white? No. Okay. All right. I think it's going to be an SEC school. I think it's going to be Missouri. Ooh, Florida. Uh, I don't know. I felt SEC. I don't know. Just the name Fudge. It just reminds me of the Key and Peel yeah. East West Bowl. Fudge. And I just assumed that he would be playing. That's the one player in the entire series of East West Bowl that did not announce what school he went to. DeVry University. Or no, Harvard University. He didn't. DeVry. So he, University. he just goes, Fudge. All right. And they cut it. You're so he just, he just seemed like an SEC guy to me. So, all right, here we go. All right, I was three I, for I think, three I last I, time. I think I gave you some stumpers this time because you went three for three. Not terrible. There's some notable, some some names on here, but I don't know. Let's see how you fare. First of all, we have former Mavericks big man, Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley went to, it's, it's either Utah or BYU. It's, I'm going to say BYU. Correct. That's probably the easiest one on the list. All right. Next, we have journeyman forward Grant Long. Oh, Grant Long. That's a great one. What year did he enter the league? Just tell me that. You know? 89? Grant Does that sound Long. right? Does that sound right? Did he go to Grant Long? I think it was 89. 88-89, yeah, with Miami. Okay. 88-89. That's a great one, and I should know it. I'm going to say he went to Colorado. He went to Eastern Michigan University. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good one. I should have known Mac Attack. All right. I don't know if that's his nickname, but that's just what I thought. Last but not least, we have former Suns and Lakers forward and dunk contest legend Cedric Sabalos. Or however you say Sabalos. Sabalos. Yeah, he's okay. the guy that did the fake blindfolded. Uh, blindfolded yeah. that he could clearly see through. Yeah. Said Sabalos. These are good. He was a good player. Yeah, he was. And he had some weird incident on Lake Havasu. And I forgot <laughs> what it was. No way too much. He did. No, he did. He had any, some sort of like criminal incident or something. Or something <laughs> happened or somebody went missing or something. What did he Cedric release a goldfish in the, in the lake? Have a sue? What? Have a sue. Uh, he okay. Cedric Sabalos went to UTEP. He, I think, similar colors. He went to Cal State Fullerton. Yeah, those are tough. Pretty tough. Yeah, but the, are, I felt like that. I thought, I, but they were all that's good fair. names. So yeah, they are. No, no, yeah. no. That, that that's that's the point of the exercise no right there. Yeah. yeah, that that's all. That's all really good. All right. Well, the season's begun, so here we are, and we're going to be posting a little more frequently now that the season's going, and we'll have a lot of games to talk about, plenty of games to preview and discuss, but the, the Bulls are already, like it or not, they're interesting, for, for better or for worse. So 
like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. That's really important. And then you can review the podcast. Give it a nice little five-star review. We're going to be doing something with those a little bit later on because we're going to do some, there's going to be some questions we're going to be doing. Some I'm previewing all the stuff that we're going to be doing this season. So those five-star reviews are going to matter. So make sure you leave one of those. So rate it, review it, subscribe to it. And then what I want you to do is I want you to get a searchlight. Mm -hmm. And I want you to get the, the Organizations Win Championships logo. It's the bull with the, the horns that are holding the ball. And then I want you to project that logo into the night, onto the clouds. So everybody It has can to be a laser, it. though. It has to be a, a laser. It has to be a laser. That's the only way oh, you I can like, actually see it on the clouds. Because we actually did a night lab the other week where we had, for astronomy, and we had these little lasers, and we pointed at stars, and we pointed at Jupiter and stuff, and it was really cool. So it has to be a giant. You need to get a giant, massive, those are synonyms, OWC laser. Okay, so there it is. We'll get you down the road. <laughs>